0: at SAFM with Ashraf Dabner. But Lots more to come on the media show. By the way, I did say SMS, and sometimes we get pretty busy, so if you're going to SMS, please do so now, because I will read them. I promise you will. 34701. I did say we will talk to the guys... Uh, regarding that uh, The advert uh, The chicken licking one Unfortunately Quite simply The phones are off It's as simple as that So um, huge pity We'd like to talk about it Get the back story At one I can tell you now Judging from the comments On certain My uh, social media That's Facebook And Twitter feeds Over the last few days uh, it, It's People are very Very divided Some people love That advert That's the one Of course The last wish Before you get executed Of course he chooses The uh, the meal And then he's very Very happy Some people love it For For the creativity uh, uh, others have brought up points Along the line of Is it not too sophisticated For chicken licken, And therefore It may be nice to look at And very memorable But does it alienate Their core base Which is very much The lower end of the market Others may say Well hold it If the, if the base is growing And they're able to take The old and the young clients along That's fantastic the, the more significant one I think is Although the ad is Is memorable And it does maybe It is a bit more sophisticated Does it Will it lose Will it alienate the the traditional client, I don't think so. So that's the case. And I think that's great. It's uh, some also suggest it's very much along Nando's territory. of getting into that uh, bracket. So we'll certainly watch out in terms of what the follow-ups are around what they do. That particular ad done by Nat with BVD, of course, but uh, can't talk to them today. Huge pity indeed. I tend to like it. After just so that you know it, I tend to like it, and I think it's it's a tongue-in-cheek thing that is memorable to say the last wish that you want before you get killed my goodness you want a chicken uh, you want chicken liquor and then you're satisfied that sort of thing it definitely works for me whether you think it's a hit or miss you can let me know Uh, and uh, SMS me you can also tweet of course at Astrof Garda and uh, comment on my Facebook page I'll get Matapelo my producer once again just to share that advert so you can check it out updated right now as I talk to you both on Twitter as well as on Facebook however it's still in very much uh, into um, awards season we'll chat uh, to two of the winners from the Taco Cape investigative awards as well later on and we'll also chat to uh, Joanna and from Ogilvy-Joburg for winning the gold uh, for their campaign the KFC ad Hope campaign at the Prism awards however we start uh, at the very beginning with the best up-and-coming public relations professional at the Prism Awards and the Prism of course is the PR Awards. Uh, Brittany Pierce is uh, priest, mother is with me from Cerebra. Uh, she's the account manager there and she's done lots of great things enough of course to get the nod from the from the judges. So Brittany, good of you to come in and congratulations.
1: Thank you and thanks so much for having me. I appreciate
0: it. Good so so the obvious one it's been a week, right? I think. Well, it's, it's exactly a week today. Yes. How has your life changed in one week? Cuz <laughs> I'm suggesting it must oh, Okay. <laughs>
1: Um, you know what it's it's very exciting. I think it's anytime you recognize for for putting in um the hours and stuff, it's it's been great. And obviously I have had a lot of people congratulating me but otherwise it's yeah hmm. agency life.
0: Okay, so but, but, I mean two things. One is congratulations, which is which is nice for the ego and there's nothing wrong in that. The other are, is the solid affirmation from people who are industry experts. So yes. friends and family will congratulate. Industry experts may congratulate, but but are they saying more than congratulations? And are you making notes of that to say, hold it, that's important? They're looking at me slightly differently today.
1: Yes, I do. I think it's definitely. You know what, being in PR, it's all about reputation, and uh, you know this is it's a big builder for my own reputation in the industry. And to have people that I respect and whose opinions I value um, recognize me and maybe look at me and say, okay, well, you know, maybe you do have something to say and. Have a keep an eye on you, that's mm-hmm. that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think that's all you can ask for.
0: What, why did you win? What, what did the judges say?
1: Um, to be honest, I haven't received the, the exact feedback, but if I to say what I think, um, probably because I have a passion for integrated communication, um, I think especially the way things are going now, you can't just be, you know, traditional PR and that's mm, exactly mm, what you do and you're good at media relations, great. But you've really got to have an understanding of um, the social media aspect as well and be able to deliver campaigns that integrate both sides for your clients.
0: Mm-hmm. And I mean, in terms of of winning, you had to submit entries, right? Yeah, you had of to
1: you had to submit an entry. Yeah. Um, a lot of it was based on your previous work, on um, some testimonials from various people you work with. And then, yeah, I hope for the best.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, now, specifically, what then did you submit?
1: What did I submit? Yeah. Um, a It's a motivation based on why I believed I should win. And um, a couple of references from clients, from journalists, from um, managers. And then also um, the supporting documentation kind of based on – I know Prieta looks very specifically at metrics. So mm-hmm. some of the campaigns I'd worked on, the measurable results that came out of those. And, yeah.
0: Mm. Now, having been a judge last year at, at the same awards, but not this year, of course, I know how right. difficult it is to actually finally choose, choose winners, right? Uh, what's interesting from, from a Cerebra point of view, in mean, my interaction certainly with, with the, some of the guys from Cerebra, is it's a company that is, is fully in touch with social media.
1: Right. Absolutely, so, yes. so in
0: terms of your work, is it more social media? You used the word integrated earlier on. Is it more social media as, as primary work and then moving into other things or, or not? Because we're talking PR here as opposed to sort of above the line advertising, right?
1: Yes. So the interesting thing about Cerebra is that we specialize in traditional and non-traditional media. So basically we try to help brands navigate the online space broadcast, print, as well as social, so Facebook, Twitter, that sort of thing. And, you know, maybe some people aren't as familiar with that, but I I have clients that are purely PR and media communication, mm-hmm. and then I have some that are fully integrated. So they we do their media communication, we run their company blog, we run their Facebook page. So we really, you know, it's about a consistent message.
0: And how are we using those platforms to speak to the target audience? Mm-hmm. Now, 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 your thoughts on in, in terms of that that integration, I mean, you, you mentioned a couple of things that you run. Ru- running their company blog and running their Facebook page, does that lose authenticity?
1: No, um, I don't think so. I think the idea is that um, all companies have stories to tell. You know, and I think our job as PR practitioners and communication practitioners is to help the client identify that story and, you know, reach the audience that they want to reach by by adding value. And I think if you can identify that sweet spot of adding value through the blog or the Facebook page and it's it's sincere, then absolutely not.
0: Mm. Okay, now lots of people I know listen to the show who... Sort of contemplating getting to PR, or sort of gabbling with with, uh, already there, already yes. sort of wanting to get any better. I mean, wh- what advice can you give them? What I'm saying is, give me the the who, what, when, where, why of, you know, typically client comes to you, and I mean, we're talking publicity, so that's what they want. They yes. want publicity, right? How, how do you go about doing it?
1: And in terms of media coverage and yeah, yeah. that right. yeah. um, I think probably core to what we do is having an excellent understanding of the media landscape. You have to know what um, channels are out there, what publications are out there, who who's the editor, and obviously you know yourself. It's, it's continuously changing, and you, you've got to really be on top of that. Then also um, looking for that story, you know, looking for something... PR, I think, traditionally has quite a bad reputation as, you know, we just we spam out any story
0: mm, just to mm. get the media coverage. But That's, don't that, you do that? I no. Do like hundreds, and, hundreds I, of emails a day
1: anyway. Yes, and understandably, and people mm. that, you know, maybe there are practitioners out there that have given, you know, a bad reputation, but there, there's a lot, there should be a lot more thought behind it. There should be a lot more strategy behind it. And if you can really get down, find that story, find something valuable, that does actually add... You know, to, to the lives of the mm-hmm. consumers. Okay, so,
0: so give me an example. I mean, if you, if you can, a a story that you had to publicize or promote and, and, and what did you do?
1: Okay, so if I if I think of a, a biggish one that probably people are more f- familiar with, um, I'd say the Nike Run Josie campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was lucky to work on that. And I think very key to the success of that was um, the messaging of, you know, we're running for a bigger cause, we're taking back our streets. Mm -hmm. And in the end, the the PR around that and the the media communication drove the entries to that race. You know, I think people want to know that they're running for a bigger cause, they're, you know, doing something good. And it's, yeah, PR was... So, so I mean, that that
0: is a new event, right? Yes. Newly created. Yes. So you're saying that... Once the event was created, and Nike, of course, put their name to it, right? Uh, so they actually own the, the race, if, if I understand that. Uh, the PR aspect in terms of cr- marketing the event from scratch, because it's not really one that would get athletics clubs getting involved. You want you want, persons, yes, so get in you and want and the layperson, yes, getting you want you
1: want that target audience, that twenty-year-old. That, that 20 the, year the, old the critical
0: aspect was was the PR.
1: Yes, absolutely, and. What maybe the consumers don't see is that behind the scenes we we seeding it from the journalists, you know, we we pushing the story from the journalists, mm-hmm. and um it, that is how it reaches the consumers. So it's there's a lot of thought that goes into it, and you know to to reach that those specific consumers, it's I mean that that's gold, and mm-hmm. it, it, it was very successful, and I think that contributed to uh, me winning the present.
0: Okay, so now I have to say that uh, just so that you know, the the Virgin Active Sports Industry Awards. Uh, judged the the nike uh josie run very very favorably of course right and i was one of the judges on that so i'm very aware of 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 just what i hit, and and you know most of the judges they were all well mainly foreign judges actually they were absolutely bowled over by the whole concept so that is absolutely fantastic but but the point i want to ask you is how that almost appears to be like it's this easy idea because it's a sexy novel Race and and it's going to be a lot of fun. To although it's new, it's a lot of fun. How now that would be, I think, easier to to do PR on than to do PR on on something that is that is not very sexy, that's not very popular, and you're trying to get people to sort of uh, get an interest in it, G- Give me your insight into that.
1: Um, so uh, when I think, I mean, it's an excellent question. Um, obviously that is it's something big. It's a big brand, and and you know we do we do work with smaller brands. Um, at Cerebra as well, and um, I, I do think it's about identifying, you know, who who do you want to speak to? You know, there are companies that, that don't want to speak to consumer. They may be a B2B or they, they've got a very, very niche audience. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's not necessarily about a big um, piece in a big newspaper or something like that. It's about how do we get into the trade media and how do we get our key message across. And I think if you can understand your, the platforms that are available to you and build relationships with those journalists – and offer them a story that you know. Ask them what what they kind of looking for, what they believe the readers are looking for. It's, it's crucial, and you can you can secure their
0: coverage. So, yeah. so would you say, and I'm almost sort of pitching myself. You're open to, <laughs> to being questioned. Is there a better chance to to get a story you know on air? Let's say let's say on this show. Okay. By, by simply emailing me, tweeting me, or or, or calling me. I mean, what what works best?
1: Um, to be completely honest, it's different for all journalists. I think you know that as well. Mm-hmm. I think there are. Um, I, I think it's, it's better to start off with a call. Mm-hmm. I do. I think it, it's more personal. I think it, it's maybe the scarier thing to do as a practitioner, but uh, you know, it's it's a more personal thing. Maybe even um, you know, meeting the person. That's also great. Um, yeah, they don't don't spam, don't spam unless they like to receive emails. You know, often journalists will tell you, please put it, put um, you know your your pitch down in an email and. They'll get back to you and stuff. And and they do, you know, because they, that's how they want to be communicated mm-hmm. with. And, and so you succeed in
0: meeting, because I mean, I, I know I probably get three calls a day from people, from PR companies. Like, you know, we, we represent someone, and we like to, we love to meet you. And, and the truth is, that first meeting will happen three months later, because mm-hmm. honestly, I just don't have the time.
1: Yes, no. And you know what? That's the thing. And I think it what's fantastic for, about you, for example, is that you also are on Twitter. And that mm-hmm. you know that gives us an opportunity to maybe engage with you there. So it really is just about understanding the different journalists and what they like, what they don't like.
0: Okay, so so know your market. Yes. Has Has social media made it easier for you as as a PR person, or has it actually made it more difficult? And when I say you, one is you in terms of your company, Cerebra, yes. but more importantly, the brands as you represent. What has it done for them?
1: I think it has. Um, it I mean, it, with everything, it has its benefits and its disadvantages. But I I think. It gives you a lot of insight, not only into um, journalists that may be on the PR side and what they're looking for, their personalities, but also um, from the brand side. Obviously, the the sentiment. What you know. What does your target audience think of you? What are they talking about? And I think that's where ORM is is critical on our reputation management, mm-hmm. is measuring that because if you can find out what people are saying about you already, and then feed that information into your strategy and into you know how you're going to communicate with this target audience. you That's giving you incredible insight. So
0: mm. why, why why do you think you want Seriously, I, I know you said that earlier in terms of what you know uh, the work you've done. But what I'm saying is, I'm going now from a more personal point of view as as a practitioner. As a practitioner, what what are the qualities that, that you think you have that to, uh, that certainly holds you in good stead now and will certainly hold you in good stead in the future? You know, the actual unique selling point of yourself.
1: Um, I think probably the most important to me is that I absolutely I love what I do. I am so passionate about communication. I in the morning I wake up, I cannot wait to get to Cerebro. Honestly, yeah. I love <laughs> it. And yeah, you know, I get a I mean, I get a thrill out of something that works well. I get a thrill out of each piece of coverage. And um, I think you know, the more passionate about something you are, the naturally the better you're gonna be at it. And I, I love, like, the continuous learning for me is so important. I think if you can just tap into any source of learning, whether it's the people you work with, it's maybe the journalists you deal with, you know, read online, be on Twitter. I think that also is, is a massive thing. You have to keep up with things in this industry.
0: Who, who do you admire in your industry, in, in PR?
1: NPR um definitely oh you know gonna sound pretty cheesy but um our, our MD Craig Rodney
0: okay
1: he's incredible he's taught me so much I think he's listening hope I hope he's listening. yeah I think um he does amazing things in PR um yeah I th- uh, there are a couple of journalists that I, I also like I really really admire
0: mm-hmm.